watch movie-based video games. Think to yourself, this is kind of strange. Mario is British, Luigi's Latino, and Cuba's played by a goddamn weirdo. Well, that's video games and movie. Video games and movie. Video games and movie. listening to uh, Video Games the Movie, the podcast where we talk about movies based on or related to video games. I'm Blaine J, and with me, as always, uh, Mr. Cujo there. And this week we're talking about maybe the best film we've uh, ever seen on this show, uh, One Up. Uh, just a, a fantastic film, picked at random. Yeah, hopefully that's some heavy sarcasm on your part. <laughs> Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, you hate it, and, and like I'm, I'm more than willing to admit that this is a bad movie, you know. But it's a bad movie in the way to me that it's like, it's so bad. I, I, I found myself enjoying it. There was multiple times I actually like laughed out loud because of like either the absurdity, or there was actually one genuinely good line in the film. I felt that like actually made me laugh a lot harder than I should have. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a bit different, and it's kind of relatable in a in a sense. Um, well, relatable, but uh, it's about an all girl gamer team that gets put together. You start off with like overly hot chick that's on like this really good gamer team for like some college, I guess, run by Chris Farley's brother, which is a trip to see him again. I haven't seen him since. Uh, he did a thing on MTV called Together. I don't know if you remember that. It was like a spoof on... Um, yeah, the boy band. Like boy, yeah, boy bands, and he played the, the old guy in it, the old uh, boy band member. Yeah. Um, Kevin Farley. If you, yeah, if you listen to his voice, he sounds exactly like Chris Farley. Now that he's like gained some weight, he kind of looks like him too. I was like, well, this is kind of a trip. Looks like an old Chris Farley, you know? Um, but not nearly as talented, unfortunately. He's kind of like the Jim Belushi of the brothers, you know. <laughs> it's like, well, this is what we got. So, <laughs> but uh, still, still cool to see him. But the only other notable person in the film is uh, Ruby Rose. Uh, it, you might know her from Orange's New Black. She plays like I think fourth season, the hot tattooed chick. She's a former model turned, I guess, actress now. She's actually just a Perfectly bad actress, so you know no, nothing to know there. Her role actually was a last-minute casting because it was in, initially cast, uh, but as uh, Elliot Page, and I guess it fell through, and they had to find someone last minute. So that's who they got. Ruby Rose. Everyone else. Um, There's also Batman. All the gamer girls. If you watch that, it's also what. Uh, she was also Batwoman for a couple seasons. Oh, was she? I, yeah, I, I didn't watch that. Um, but yeah, uh, really just like a kind of an imagination of like women. And, you know, they, they try to do good on it by like they include this chick that's handicapped and she's genuinely a handicapped girl. They include, you know, atypical fat girl that's kind of gross. And then you've got uh, a trans woman, which is, you know, kind of progressive too. But it starts out with, like, overly hot, big-boobed chick on this team with trans girl. And they never let her play, effectively. 
in the storyline and they get tired of it and quit the team and decide to form their own all girl gamer group. Which and unlike go ahead. Well, as a progressive uh as a casting it is, the story is very primitive in my opinion. Like Oh yeah. They don't want the girls to play. Like this is like a plot line from, you know, nineties sitcoms and stuff. So that's kinda where it lost me. I was like, "Oh, this could be interesting," but then it was like, "Oh, this is this is as deep as we're getting, huh?" Just the girls. Yeah. They don't want the girls to play, so the, oh, I guess. But this is like I mean, the one instance where the girls could be like the guys don't have much of an advantage over girls because there's no like physicalness, you know. So it's right. it's, it's almost like it doesn't make a lot of sense because it's just there to make. It's just there for reasons, you know, because plot had to, you know, wants it to be that way. But rea- in reality, no, this wouldn't, this wouldn't happen like this. The best players would be, you know, playing. The best players. That's my thought too. And she apparently is like one of the highest ranked players on the team. That is delegated to like the shit moles. Um, yeah, they're playing this game, but apparently it, it actually exists. I, I guess it launched like last month or something. Um, but it's it, it's basically Dota is my thought. It's like a cross between Dota and I don't know, like a fighting game or something. I, it, it's like it's a, a weird looking game. I I didn't think it was very impressive. I thought it was a fake game, but apparently it's like the new hotness in this world. And you can choose these different avatars, characters that have a range of different abilities, and you go head to head. I think it's what five on five in an arena and you can effectively like capture the flag, but you can also kill the opposing team members um, to get them out of the game uh, permanently. There are things that range from like healers to tanks to ninjas to, you know, you name it, there's a goddamn chicken, uh, just all kinds of stuff. But yeah, it's, it was kind of disappointing too when like they decide to make their own team, you know, the one chick quits the team Um and the trans girl follows suit because they're like best friends or whatever. And they just put out an ad for like, hey, we need gamer girls. And they basically just like, anyone that shows up, they just take because no one shows up. I mean, they find the one chick in the wheelchair last minute because she applied for the boy team and they were, well, what is the word, misogynistic or whatever and didn't want girls at that point. So they took her, but yeah, they just got like fat chick and weird chick. I don't know what else to call her because she's like, uh, I don't know, how would you describe her? Ditzy? She's um, like, uh, in her own world. Naive slash, she, like, she's like the naive slash, like, very sadistic trope. It's not kind of like anime almost, where she's very, very cute, but also very, very sadistic and wants to murder things. So that's kind of. Yeah, she. She's over the top. She was probably my least favorite character. Anytime she was on screen for any time, I was just like, oh, come on. Um, I actually kind of enjoyed the the big girl that was basically uh, what's-her-name's character from Bridesmaids. Mm. Um, Melissa McCarthy. She, she did a pretty good job. Yeah, Melissa McCarthy. Um, I felt like she did a pretty good job. Like She had the one line in the film that made me uh, like laugh out loud for far too long. It was the Harry Potter stuff where they were going back and forth about Harry Potter stuff, and she said, uh, I think the line was, uh, if you were to put, put on the sorting hat, hat, you would get sorted into house bitch. 
Uh, the delivery on that was really good, and I wasn't expecting it. So, like that line. Um, other than that, not a lot of like good dialogue overall. Yeah, there's um, also the subplot where um, the guy, there's one guy on the on the bad guys team uh, that has feelings for the main girl, and you know, eventually you know you know he's gonna quit the team or turn or whatever. I mean, everything's so kind of like you can see it coming coming a mile away. Like, there's no surprises in this in this movie. Everything, no, it's... everything that's gonna happen, you think's gonna happen, and it will happen. Um, but what else? Uh, what else is there? Plot wise, subplot. Anything else? I mean, not not really. It's like they they want to go to um, this tournament to prove themselves and if they don't win the tournament because Chris Fire's character gets told the college can only support one team, uh, if they don't win, then the Game Girl team gets dissolved and they're going to go with last year's champions, the boys. Um, so they, they're kind of like in it to win it. Oh, yeah, and so, they, yeah. They, the way they get their own team is very contrived too. It's like they just walk into – Kevin Farley's office and he just gives it to him because he doesn't want any problems because it's his last year before he retires but then he's reporting them which then I don't know it was weird I was like okay I guess that I I think they're implying that he's a pervert and that he got caught uh, recording girls in the past okay and if he gets caught again before he retires they'll fire him kind of thing so He's trying to do everything he can not to whatever. You know, I don't know. It was it was a weird choice. And then Ruby Rose comes into it in that she teaches, like, the history of gaming course oh, in yeah. college, which... <laughs> if my kid ever takes history in gaming, I'm be like, why are you wasting my money? <laughs> like, Yeah, well, I mean, it, it seemed cool. It'd, it'd be a class I'd be interested in, but I don't see, you know, how it would help with any degree. I can't, you know, it's more of an elective than anything, but, um, yeah, so they're taking that, and she makes it a big point in, within the class to talk about, you know, how, like, Tomb Raider exploits women and other video games exploit women, you know, and it's true, you know, uh, every medieval video game, like, the chick's armor is basically a bikini, which makes no sense, and, um you know, stuff of that nature, Laura Croft having just massive, like, double E breasts or whatever it is. But then the main character in the movie is exactly that caricature. So it kind of, you know, and Ruby Rose herself is basically that caricature. So kind of like, I don't know, they're like, the mixed messages there, but they go and beg Ruby for her help because she used to be, like, a big game designer slash game player or something before she became a teacher and they basically guilt her into doing it which, uh, which all her coaching is like her going you guys can do it good job you guys got this like, I got yeah it's it's really piss poor like she doesn't actually um do anything do do anything really uh, outside guess... of handing the main character a copy of uh battle codes on the game boy and being like hey if you can learn to play this then you can do anything or something. But yeah, Battletoads notoriously hard. Yeah. But there's no way it should be cut. Either. It's not 
Well, yeah, that, and it, I don't see, I, I just, I fail to see how getting good at Battletoads is going to make you better at, like, a real-time game yeah. of that nature, it just, I don't know, but whatever, you know, there's a lot of cliches the in the movie that, that you see. She so. helps with is, like, they have that game room where they all kind of bond, that one moment, yeah. that thing we made, that's about it, because they all kind of, like, don't really know each other, and they're just kind of, like, thrown together, so... I guess that kind of helps. Uh, but they did watch uh, The Wizard in during this movie, which I, I, thought, I thought was kind of interesting. That was yeah, it was, it was cool to see that throwback and to see, you know, a lot of a lot of throwbacks. You know, they, they mentioned in all kinds of things that obviously didn't have any rights to, like, Nintendo properties, but they would still reference them, just color them different and give them different catchphrases. Mario is the funniest one. Um, oh yeah, they get high or they whatever, get... and then they see a bunch of Mario's or something. Yeah, but they're like in purple and yellow, I think. So they're like more like uh, what is it, Waluigi or not Waluigi? Uh, yeah, Waluigi. The other one. That's it. That's right. Uh, is it now? Okay. Um, oh, Wario, Wario. That's what it is. Um, but it's like. <sighs> In, instead of an Italian accent, they give it like a French accent or something. And <laughs> I don't know, but it it was really dumb. And yeah, they, if you can think of any cliche in um, gaming or like you know the things like they make T-shirts out of, it's in the movie. You know, they mentioned the Konami code at one point. It's like, oh man, I used to love Contra. I played it with my dad. And then they like recite the Konami code, and you're like, oh, cool, you know. And I, I had it in my head. I, I forgot, like, the half of them, but they are just... There's a point where one of the girls says Leroy Jenkins, and she's, like, running into battle. Um, what are some others? I forget. Yeah, I can't, uh, I can't really think of anything else. Uh, she does work at a GameStop kind of thing, place, too, which is kind of interesting. I mean, yeah, she had to. I mean, you, you see real games on the wall, and I was, like, picking those out, so that was fun. You know, when they go into Ruby Rose's game room, she has, like, actual arcade games that, you know, you're like, oh, cool, there's a silent scope, and that's a Ms. Pac-Man, or, you know, whatever, they're playing Street Fighter, that's cool, you know, but, I mean, it's, it's neat from, like, an old gamer standpoint. Like, I enjoyed seeing that kind of stuff, because... Like, when I watch any kind of normal-ass stuff, if I see anything gaming-related, I'm instantly like, ooh, 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 you know? Like, when I was watching, uh, God, what's the name? Sons of Anarchy, and in the background in some scenes, you see some Sega CD games, and I'm like, oh, what ones are those? You know, it's, like, crazy that they even have those things in the show, you know, it being such an obscure system. And, you know, just stuff like that. When you watch these films and they're actually playing a video game on screen or whatever. And this this movie is, like, it's intentional, but there's so much in there. You're, like, constantly looking, like, in just the background. At least I was. Like, oh, what else did they throw in this motherfucker, you know? And, you know, you won't be disappointed. There's in just an absolute shit ton of video game references throughout the film. But it doesn't make up for the fact Ultimately, like, unless you're like me, where you're just, like, absolutely crazy about video games, I feel like just really poor dialogue. The, the dialogue is mostly written uh, real sophomoric effort, 
um, a lot of delivery, especially the uh, quirky girl and the girl in the wheelchair. They they can't act their way out of a paper sack. And then like the opposing team has this redheaded dude that's supposed to be like oh yeah that's the dick. That's what I was gonna say. That's the the trope like the. You know, there's like the main uh, bad guy, and he always has his like sidekick who's a complete ass munch. Uh, they have that for sure in this movie, which. And he's constantly saying things to the like main jock, I guess you would call him, that uh, is like wouldn't fly. Like, you know, he gets called uh, whatever Weasley, the chick's Weasley is at one point. And he's like, yeah, well, he gets to kiss Harry Potter, and he like caresses the other guy's face, and so it's like he's like blatantly gay for that dude or something, and it's played for laughs, but it's just more cringy than anything. Yeah, and then Hippie um, and Magic kind of have a thing where it would have been better if they hooked up at the end, but they that didn't happen. But I thought that yeah, was... there was like a on again, off again kind of back and forth between the redheaded guy and the big girl. Where you think like maybe they actually have the hots for each other or something, but they don't. I guess I, I don't know. Um, of course, they ultimately go to the tournament. Initially, they like they lose the first round, but they still have a chance if they win all the remaining. You know, and of course they do, uh, beating their rivals in the final round um, to, in a very close game. You know, of course it comes down to like leaders of both teams and like one of the girls sacrifices themselves I think the trans girl to like save the main character to give her a chance or whatever uh, just you know like, like you said it's it's everything you would expect um, the film to do it does the only thing, and then the rest is the only thing I was going to say is that there, is, there really isn't like a build up and payoff like Hey, they're all kind of like getting better and getting better, and then they all just you know finally get over the top. It's more like they're winning, winning. They lose once, and then they keep winning. But they all kind of like sometimes they work together, and sometimes they don't. And then like V kind of just doesn't really does her own thing most of the time, and she doesn't really like lead that well. Learn her lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Until like the very end, where like she's the last one left, and. She pulls it out like it's just like a like a ten minute scene, maybe maybe it's a little less than that, but it's just like a ten minute scene of like the, her video game avatar and his video game avatar like going against each other, and it doesn't really have the effect that I think they wanted it to because you don't really they didn't really like make you care that much because they didn't really show them like in game like they do in that part like in that particular scene you know it's like more them playing the game than actually showing the game itself. You know, yeah. So no, I hear you. So kind of uh, makes it less impactful when that happens, um, and you're like, well, that would be nice if like you built up to like her getting you know better at being in the game, but she is always pretty good. So it's like, right. You're like, well, she's gonna win because you know it's the movie, right? So I'd be more surprised if she lost. Right. But it's like, uh, and she wins, and then, yeah, they get, they uh, do uh, one of those, uh, they call, uh, they get swatted, which I don't know if uh, you know what that is, but like we're. Oh yeah, I watched the documentary over swatting. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like you, why would you, 
Why would you SWAT someone when you could just go to jail? That's like a federal offense, you know? Yeah, there's a guy, like, in the documentary, the the king of swatting or whatever, he's doing, like, 35 years to life. You know, it's like, if someone got killed, he, he swatted the wrong house, and they just killed some random dad. Oh, shit. Um, man, because dude, they thought dude had a gun. It was, like, the TV remote control. Yeah. And then uh, his daughter ended up killing herself, like, six months later because she was so, like, her boyfriend then killed himself, so ultimately, like, three people died based on this guy swatting someone over an internet comment. Yeah, swatting. Really, really bad. Really stupid. You want to um, describe what, or explain what it is, if you don't know, for people that don't know? Yeah, if you, if you don't know what swatting is, it's, like, this thing that started happening, I guess, about ten years ago now, where online gamers would get mad at one another over a stupid-ass video game or comments in, like, say, a forum or whatever, and they would uh, get your IP address, learn where it was, you know, your physical address was, and then call in a threat, say that, you know, you call in as someone from the house or say that you had been kidnapped and you were in the house, say that they had either guns or bombs or whatever, and a SWAT team would be sent out to that house, um, and they would oftentimes, you know, have the authority because of your call to break the door down and just rush inside, you know, guns drawn. And it, you know, ha ha ha, so fucking funny. Uh, not really, you know. These are men that are on edge. They're expecting to come into a hostile environment. So, like, they saw some poor dad with a goddamn TV remote. And they just thought it was a gun, and they shot the guy because, you know, they didn't want to get shot themselves. So, like, whereas that, that man's actions, you know, the officer that fired on just random dad, not really justifiable in my eyes, it kind of is at the same time. So, you know, he the, the cop got no jail time or anything for it, but um, he was ousted uh, in his community, and uh, I, I think is no longer a cop, but... Yeah, it's a, it's a really stupid thing that uh, stupid people do. And yeah, which is why, uh, uh, which is why they like <laughs> them like making light of it in this movie is like really in poor taste in my opinion. Like I don't know, they make it seem like it's not that big oh, yeah. a deal. So, but re- like I guess at the very end he gets arrested, but still it's like uh the everyone went to jail like they wouldn't be able to make those finals and everything would have been canceled i don't know just like i know it's a movie but some of this like stuff just takes me out of it where you're like okay it's too far over believability you know i can i can make some like like some like i don't know uh consideration like hey this is a movie whatever but when it goes too far i'm just like "Eh, i'm out of it (laughs) So. Yeah, no, I hear you, but I mean, swatting is a very real thing. It, it happens even to this day, unfortunately. It's just so stupid, but uh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I, I felt it was in poor taste at it in the film, too. I, I don't know. I think they were just trying to add, like, everything about modern gaming. They're trying to shoehorn into this film. Yeah. Um, and you know some of it kind of works and some of it doesn't i wish they had like someone like you or i that were like an actual gamer on hand to be like hey you know this works this doesn't cut this you know so on and so forth that wasn't there 
Uh, one of the things I didn't care for um, was, uh, unlike most of the films of this nature, like think Mighty Ducks or like uh, even like the Sandlot or something like that, you have like different kids with different abilities, I guess, you know, for lack of better. Like yeah. it would have been cool if like one of the girls was like a hacker or one of them, I don't know, worked on the game, or, 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 you know, just figure out something. Maybe one of them had the, like, incredible typing speed, but couldn't, I don't know, uh, spell real well or something. What? Like What I think you know, that, that... Good. I was just going to say, and then they have to, like, like, classically in sports movies, you got the guy that, like, pitches really fast but he's wild or he skates really fast but he can't stop right. or you know they can do an unblockable shot with the puck but um you know they need prep time to be able to do it or whatever it is you know but there was none of that in this film instead you just had like well this one's the cripple and this one's you know right. quirky and this one is fat and it didn't correspond into their skills within like the team right so what you I didn't have any of that. Yeah. What I think would have been better is if they defined and explained what each of their roles was in the game and how they were good at that role. Like, hey, this is the tank, and that means I do this, and then I am, you know, the, the DPS, and I am the healer, and then, you know, go into depth and, like, no, there's two DPSs. We, well, you can't be a DPS, and you need to be this, and so they had to learn their new role. You know, something like in like that would have been... I th- <laughs> To me, it would have been a little bit more interesting, but I don't know if they thought the you know public there, like you know the, the mass audience, what mass audience yeah. would care or understand. But I don't know. I think it's like too down the middle, where it's like too generic and not specific enough for gamers, but too generic where are not generic enough. I don't know where. Uh, non-gamers don't care either you know what i mean so it's kind of like right. it's kind of like blah it's not like terrible i mean it's a terrible written movie but like the idea of it let's i get it but i think they i mean there's a lot of things they could have done better i guess but uh For sure. like they were just basically assigned their roles like by yeah. ruby rose at the beginning she's like these are the avatars you're gonna start using and you need to be practicing with them and get, like, really good. You're going to be the healer. You're going to be this ogre, yeah. you know, whatever. But then there's that scene toward the end of the movie where a quirky chick throws all that out the window to play yeah. a completely new avatar she knows nothing about. Um, and it works out for them randomly. And then she quits playing that character immediately after that match. Right. And that character's a chicken. Right. And the chicken part was pretty good, and I was like, okay, that's interesting, different, I like it, why t- why, why go away? Maybe because the main girl had to be the hero in the last game, where that chicken was maybe too OP? I, I don't know. But oh, it was a weird choice all around, I but thought. They could have but... like killed off the chicken by a lucky shot or something. You know what I mean? Like, oh no, the chicken's down, now V has to like definitely pull it out her ass to win, but... They just, uh, <laughs> it, it was bad. I don't know what else to say. It was a bad movie, but it was like, I found myself laughing and enjoying portions of it, despite it being so bad. I really wish, like, I think nudity would have helped the movie. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, 
you know, not to be like crass, but it definitely seemed like it was kind of gearing towards being one of those like 90s movies you watched as a kid just to see boobs. And, you know, they were already exploiting women despite the message earlier that they weren't doing that. Um, You know, it would have been nice if there was something like that. It would have at least get broken the monotony, but you know, no new release, sorry guys. This is, uh, I think it's even like PG or PG-13. Um, uh, no, no, maybe not. There was a lot of cussing, so I don't know, but uh, there was a really, really gross moment with the uh, fat girl that actually made me throw up in my mouth, um, where she hawks a loogie and spits it on the red-headed guy. Uh, it was utterly disgusting. Hey, it's definitely rated R. <laughs> Yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, no nudity. You know, if you want to see Ruby Rose, like, completely naked, just watch Orange is the New Black. Um, I don't know about the main chick. She was, I thought she was hot as hell, but uh, I don't know her from anything else. She was not a good actress, so I don't know if we'll be seeing more of her later on or not. But uh, overall, yeah, it gets an F, you know, now that we, like, grade these ADFs or anything. But it, it's a bad movie, but if you like video games, it, I, I still feel like it's worth a watch. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's not worth a watch. Uh, I agree, it's a bad, bad movie. Uh, I think it's bad movie just because the plot, not because of the what it's made for. Like, not because it's a gaming movie, just because they didn't do a good job with the gaming part of it. And right, some and, the, and a lot of the characters, while interesting, weren't fully explored. Right, you know, you just you're told what they are initially. And then you barely see them again. Like, yeah. you know, I, I'd like to learn a little more about the girl in the wheelchair. All we knew was that she was like some weird cam girl that was also into streaming games for her subscribers. Right. You know, so, okay, cool. You know, the trans girl, like, what was her story? We don't learn anything about it. And then, you know, she's trans and best friends with the main girl, I guess. And, that's about it, you know. It's just, as, as we've said many times, it was just poorly written, poorly executed. Um, but if you're into, like, these gaming cliches, basically, like, this movie is, like, full of them, so. Yeah, it's, it's I feel like if they're going to do a gaming movie, yeah, go all in. Like, be specific, like, you know, go into the, the depths of it, you know, like, so gamers will like appreciate a little bit more, but this is kind of just more basicness and uh, it kind of just falls, really falls flat. So uh, I would have appreciated a lot more if they had actually like gotten the rights to use something like Dota instead of this up and coming game that I guess got released, but I've heard nothing about. I forget what it's called, like. Force or something like that. It's apparently a real game. It looks like shit. It looks like a, a mobile game to me. Like it, it didn't look like it was particularly fun either. I was just like, okay, cool. You know, I, I thought it was just all CGI, but evidently it's a real game. I, I don't know. Um, but if it had been like an established game, like like Dota or Fortnite or something that was more relatable and known. It, it could have been, you know, it could have worked off of known things that happen within those games 
rather than what you know they had nothing to work with as far as the in game play. It was just like run toward the other guy's flag, maybe try and take these guys out. You know, there were extended scenes of just like healers spamming heal on a single character, which I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, um, the game's called Knights of Elder Orb. If anybody's <laughs> interested. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to check out a terrible game, I'm sure it's already 99 cents on Steam. Uh, and it came out last month or whatever. But yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say about the film, you know? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a video game movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you got any thoughts? Uh, my thoughts, I guess. Game or? Like we were saying, it's, it's not that great. Uh, if you're interested in some kind of gaming movie and you watched all the other ones, I guess you can give this one a shot, but you're not going to be very fulfilled, uh, I don't think. And I wouldn't, nah. give you, I wouldn't pay more than maybe two or three bucks to rent it. Uh, but, uh, you know. I think it's free on Prime, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it might be free on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I thought it was a... Prime exclusive, but I'm not sure. Um, it's it's already off the main page. If that's, I, I think that's where I saw it. Last episode we did after I got off, it was like suggested for me, and I was like, oh okay. So I literally knew nothing about it other than the name and the assumption that it had to do with video games. So uh, speaking of Prime, uh, Sonic Two is on Prime now, so that's cool. If we want to do that at some point but um have you gave any thought as to what you might want to pick for the next show yeah i think i want to watch assassin's creed because i haven't seen that one yet i haven't seen it either you know and that's one that i tried to get into the video game series a couple of times and bounced off it like it was made of you know a basketball or whatever i don't know but uh yeah I, i'm not a big fan of assassin's creed uh, the game but uh, I, I'll gladly watch, you know, the movie. Why not? Yeah, I wa- uh, I liked the first couple, and then when I got to the third or fourth game, it was like playing the same game, just with like, you know, a little bit of a different story, but it just is like the same thing over and over again. So I was kind of like, I dropped out of it. and I yeah. So after the, I, well, played, I played three or four of them, and then... I think there's like seven or eight of them out at this point, and I'm just like, eh. I just. But the thing I don't like about it, the thing that took me out of it, like, I went into it thinking it was a game where it just like, took place in that time period, but it's actually like you're in present day and going to some corporation where they somehow read the memories of your ancestors through your DNA. Yeah, but I think they changed that later on where it is actually taking. You're actually in that place, but. I think okay. the first, first, like, four or five games, yeah, you're you're in that, uh, you're doing the memory thing. Which is so stupid. That makes, memories aren't stored in DNA. It, that's not a thing. Um, outside true. of, like, <laughs> animal instincts, yeah, it's... Yeah. <sighs> but, yeah, that, that took me out of there. Everyone kept telling me, oh, no, you need to play Black Flag. It's the best one. So I finally, like, you know, broke down and played it. I've got probably at least half of the Assassin's Creeds because you can get each one for under three bucks at this point. I mean, they're so dirt common. But um, 
But yeah, never been a, a fan of the games, but wouldn't mind uh, watching the film. Why not? It can't be worse than this, you know. It's got Mike, Michael Fassbender <laughs> so, in it, so should be, at least has a good actor. Who's in it? Michael Fassbender. He played Magneto. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Yeah, he's good. Um, I think he's won an Oscar. Yeah. So. Oh, cool. It's this. It's his cash-in movie. <laughs> hey, I got an Oscar, and now I gotta make my money. Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal did Prince of Persia and so on and so forth. So yeah, why not? Um, yeah, all right. Uh, any uh, any interesting games you've been playing lately or anything? Yeah, you know, like I said, I uh, I went out to a pawn shop. Um, earlier this month, like I, I took a massive loan out because uh, my wife needed to buy a trailer so that she could move to Junction City for six months to a year and have a place to stay and not be just like throwing money away, paying rent in two places. So we came up with the idea, why don't we just buy a RV or trailer and we, we'll have an asset. So I took a pretty massive loan out to both fix the house and buy that trailer So and pay off my car. We paid off both the cars, bought that trailer, and I've still got you know, a sizable amount of money in the bank right now. And so I went to the pawn shop that I frequent, and they had a switch that was, like, brand new in the box. Like, everything was still wrapped in plastic. looked like it had never been played. It was the Animal Crossing Special Edition one. And I was like, okay. I looked it up, and they sell for, like, 300 new, and he was only wanting two. So I picked it up, picked up Breath of the Wild, I've been playing an awful lot of Breath of the Wild. Um, been bringing it to work, playing it there. Uh, to me, like I, I put maybe 15, 20 hours into it. I think it's the best Zelda game. Like, and I, I don't think it's even close. Really? Um, I haven't played it yet. Oh yeah. Like it annoys me to have to uh, switch out weapons all the time. That's like was my biggest pet peeve, and like the big thing that I went in knowing, you know, like I'm going to hate this about the game, but you find new weapons constantly and you can almost always when fighting an enemy, they drop something and you can immediately pick it up. And then you're able to mitigate the weapons. As soon as you find the bombs, you know, those are infinite and you can use those as a weapon against enemies. And a lot of times you can use the environment in some way too. Um, so, you know, um, you, you get used to playing, and it's just like, it's just so unbelievably vast. Like, I can't believe how big the game is. And you, you can play it any way you want. You know, you can warp ahead and get to uh, areas that you shouldn't be in and, like, still, like, fight your way through and beat it. And there's just a massive um, system for crafting and just, it, I don't know, it's just it's unlike any other Zelda game and just having a hell of a time with it. And, uh, yeah, really love that. I'd love the switch in general for the most part outside of it's a little hard on my hands. Cause the controller, the controller is absolute shit. You know, it doesn't grip like an adult's hands very well, but, um, still, you know, really having fun with that. Uh, yeah, playing on the other than that, yeah, off and on, like, I'll dock it when I get home, but then I play it at work on the, you know, mo- you know, uh, 
more mobile, I guess, whatever, handheld. So I've been doing both. Uh, I actually think I like it better handheld, but, you know, it's it's fine either way. Uh, I picked up a couple other games. I went ahead and picked up uh, Live to Live or Live Alive. Um, I haven't got to me yet, but it's one I've been wanting to play for fucking ever, you know? I've heard really good things about that, about that game. I really want to get to that one, too. I have it, too. I just haven't got to well, you, If you guys don't do it for the show, if you get to it, uh, me and James, probably two months from now, uh, we'll be doing it. Because that's what I'm going to pick. Like, he's got this next pick. We're doing, like, quirky sports games. Like, uh, Newton League football and stuff like that. Um, but then the one after that, I'm going to pick Live a Live. And I, I ordered and sent him a copy already. So, uh, hmm. yeah, we're going to do that. So, if you end up wanting to play it soon, maybe you can join on with us. Or uh, if you guys do it over the RPG show, uh, maybe uh, James and I can jump on or one or the other. Yeah. Whatever. But, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to playing it because I've, I've been wanting to play that forever like I, I i heard about that in a lot of forums 20 years ago you know like how good it was and so on and so forth and it was one of the true gems that uh never made it here kind of thing so before that i also picked up uh the what is it wild arms not wild arms the gosh what is it called wild guns reloaded it's a snes like a real rare snes game that uh I always wanted to own, but it's like priced out of my range for buying like a, the type of game that it is. If it was an RPG, I probably would spend a hundred or two hundred bucks on it. But it's uh, more like a shooter, and they redid the whole game, and it's on Switch, so I picked it up. Haven't played it yet, but again, you know, kind of looking forward to that. And I'm looking to play, like buy other Switch games, but there's not a like plethora of stuff really that like just grabs me and then I've been playing some uh, Five Nights at Freddy's variants and stuff because my daughter really loves those apparently mm-hmm. and she asked for the newest one it's called Security Breach by name for her birthday so I picked that up so we've been playing that I, I, I think it's trash but she likes it so you know whatever uh, other than that not much um trying to think of you know what i was playing before that but uh, you know I, i'm playing every day but uh, I, I played a lot of these penny games and stuff because yeah, another so podcast some, i listen to yes yeah, so i got some uh, shovelware games going on there get some platinums yeah exactly because i spent like all total 40 bucks and i got 40 platinums uh and it took me like i don't know maybe six hours uh, so, yeah, I heard that they're going to be rewarding uh, players for Platinum soon on another podcast. Oh, really? Where you get, like, yeah, supposedly they said that they're uh, going to, or said they were thinking about issuing a system where you would uh, trade in your Platinums, like, not actually trade them in, but, like, you would get like tokens equal the amount of platinums you have or something of that nature and you can trade them in for discounts on games and stuff so i was like you know what if i'm ever gonna get platinums i might as well just get them so uh heard about all these uh easy to get platinums and i was like oh fuck it i'll just give it a shot and they're like they literally just like press the button get a platinum it is unreal how easy they are um 
So I did a bunch of those, and you know, I was actually surprised at how fun some of them were. <laughs> like, they're bad, but, like, you still end up having fun with them. I, I don't know. It's it's kind of quirky. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. You've been playing anything other than Mario RPG and such? Uh, yeah, Finnish Saga Frontier. Not Saga Frontier. Uh... Romancing Saga or whatever? Yeah, Romancing Saga 2. Finished that. Um... Then I played, uh, what did I play? I played this game called Valhalla. It's kind of like you make drinks, like beer, I don't know. It's one of those, like, uh, alcohol-making sim games where I thought the story would be interesting and it kind of was not for me. And I I was kind of, like, eh with it. And then I was talking to Nick, um, and he found a way, because I... You know, way, way when PlayStation, when the game first came out, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, I played, like, the shit out of that game, but I never got the DLC, mm-hmm. and it's, like, delisted now, and the mm. only way to get the trophies is, like, if someone signed, like, if someone already has that DLC is signed into your PlayStation, and then you can download it and then play it, go back to your... <laughs> to your uh, account and then you can play it with the DLC so he knew someone and they let, <clears throat> let me do that and uh, I finally got the plat on Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 which was uh, 12 years and 11 months ago I start, first started that game <laughs> so I did that mm-hmm. and then um, uh, with the new like PlayStation Plus I'm like the highest tier where you get the streaming games too and I saw Star Wars The Force Unleashed was on there and I've been meaning mm. to always go back and finish that well I've beat it before but getting the platinum I hadn't gotten and so I went back and got that one which is kind of a pain in the ass because that game is fucking buggy as hell and very yeah, I, I have it for PS2 and I, I did not care for it oh I can only imagine PS2 is probably way worse than PS3 version but it is fucking rough. So there's some really frustrating parts and like playing on the highest difficulty, it's like two shots and you're dead. So luckily there's a couple. Uh... No thanks. Huh? I said no thanks. Yeah, I'm honestly I'm not a big fan of Star Wars. Period. So. Well, back then mm. they didn't have like I think it's like right after the still like the prequels are pretty fresh at that point when this game mm-hmm. first came out. <clears throat> And they hadn't come out with, like, the sequels yet and, you know, all this other stuff that's coming out since then. So it was kind of, like, still novel to have, like, play in the Star Wars universe, which I liked. Uh, But now it's kind of, like, not that great story-wise or gameplay-wise. I think they just released them on Switch where you can buy the upgraded versions. Um, But I think there's still the PS3 version just on Switch. I'm not quite sure on that, but... Uh, yeah, it was kind of, it was a rough, like, I, I didn't mind playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, but Star Wars, I was just like, it was a, it was a struggle. <laughs> Cause yeah, I had to play it all the way through again because I didn't have my save backed up. So I had to start all the way from the beginning and play it through once. And then there's, oh, a, boy. yeah, and then there's like a level skip you can do so you can, you don't have to start. Cause like to get to the highest difficulty, you have to beat the game once. But then I didn't want to play through the whole game on the highest difficulty. And there's like a level skip uh, 
that someone figured out. So I, I did that just to get to the end of the game, and then beating Darth Vader uh, on the very hard was a pain in the ass, but I figured it out. And now, congratulations! Yeah, now I'm playing uh, Mario RPG for the show. So, yeah, I'd rather play it than just about any Star Wars game. I, I don't know, man. I just like I said, I've I've always, even when I was a kid, I I, I preferred Star Trek to Star Wars. I, I like actual science over magic when it comes to science fiction. Yeah. Like I'm all for magic, but it needs to be in a fantasy realm. Like when you mix magic and science fiction it's just it's stupid to me I, i've always felt that way i know i'm pissing some listeners off a little bit and i think darth vader is kind of like an ass clown he's not scary at all to me he never has been he's just like some guy in a big plastic suit you know <laughs> he just looks ridiculous not at all scary and everyone thinks he's like the ultimate badass but uh, i don't know he's just whatever <laughs> and not, not very scary to me but you know like i said pissing some people off that's all right. It's not for everyone. Yeah, yeah and, the, and the newest ones I, I thought were pretty terrible for the most part, too. Like, I, I like the original trilogy well enough, and then after that, I don't think there's been anything really good, like, truly good. There have been different degrees of tolerable, but, you know, the, it's whatever. The only thing that's, um, been, the only thing that's been good, uh, in my opinion, <laughs> since all the Star Wars, like, the new, like the new episodes came out, was uh, Mandalorian's really, really good, but... Like I said. Yeah, I haven't checked it out yet, but I, I will. I'll, I'll get to it. I still haven't watched any of the Marvel shows, and you know that's on my short list. Like, oh, eventually I'm gonna start with Loki, and then I guess WandaVision, and work my way, you know, down the list. But it's just a matter of like how much time do I have in a fucking day, right. you know? And it's like, hmm, you know, I got stuff I'd rather be doing, like playing penny games to get platinums. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, that, that should more than make an episode. And I guess next we're going to be watching Assassin's Creed. I want to say I saw that was still free on one of the platforms that I, I hope I won't have to actually pay for that garbage. But uh, <laughs> if I do, I do. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, um, yeah so that's uh, Video Games Movie. And hopefully the next one's good, although I have my doubts. Yeah, hopefully the next one's a good one, but probably not. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's always good talking to you, and we'll talk to you next time. All right. Later. Later, dude.